Welcome back to the Leslie Marshall Show. This is Mark Grimaldi in for Leslie Marshall. I am very excited to be joined by Margreta Strand, who's the executive vice president of a great organization that many of you are familiar with called Public Citizen. You've uh, heard many different guests from their organization uh, on this very show. Margreta has worked extensively on issues related to trade and globalization, energy policies and climate change, as well as workers' rights and economic development. Uh, she helped form the Blue Green Alliance. Who you? Excuse me, the Blue Green Alliance, who you've also heard uh, on this show before. Um, the Blue Green Alliance is a partnership of environmental and labor organizations. She uh, also helped form Our World Is Not For Sale Network, which is the premier international network of organization and campaigners working on global trade issues. Margreta, welcome to the Leslie Marshall Show. It's a pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me. Glad to be on. Absolutely. So um, I uh, obviously have you on to talk uh, today about an event coming up that's called Democracy Awakening, which I gave a little bit of a small preview before the break. Uh, But for those uh, who are not familiar with it, um, it's going to be coming up uh, April, I believe it's 16th through 18th, so just uh, 11 days from now uh, in our nation's capital. Uh, What is Democracy Awakening for those uh, who are unfamiliar with the event? Sure. Um, We are bringing thousands of people together in Washington, D.C., to push Congress to deliver a wake-up call if you if you want, and if anybody needs a wake-up call, it's this Congress and this city right now. Uh, we're going to be gathering to talk about and demand that we get big money out of politics, that we restore voting rights, and that there be a vote on the Supreme Court nominee. Um, 270 organizations and thousands of people are working on this democracy awakening, um, and we've been planning it for quite some time. It's going to be, I think, a really great experience, and I hope many of your listeners will be able to come and join us. Um, we're going to have workshops, teach-ins, educational events. We're going to have a huge rally for democracy on Sunday, April the 17th. And then on Monday, the 18th of April, there will be what we're calling a Congress of Conscience, where some people go lobby, but a lot of folks will also risk arrest um, and demand, again, that we focus on some of these core democracy issues that Congress is not doing much on, um, that the people overwhelmingly want them to take action on. Um, And so we're here to to deliver that wake-up call. I think that's a very good point, uh, which the last part of it, which you said is so many people overwhelmingly agree on the issues of getting money out of politics, uh, that our votes should count instead of being suppressed. And polling has showed that uh, a large majority of Americans believe that uh, the Supreme Court nominee should have a hearing, um, that it, you know it's unprecedented that this has happened before. So three really just excellent, strong issues. And as I looked over your event schedule, many other issues um, under that umbrella and other, other issues of racial justice, um, as well as uh, different ways to get involved in a directly, I would say is probably the best word to use, in our democracy and on not only the federal level, but on the state and local level. It's really like a buffet for uh, direct democracy the more I looked at the event schedule my my mouth was watering uh but um you know for those um 
you know, who, who are reading about this event for the first time, and I encourage all of our listeners to check it out, just go to democracyawakening.org. Um, you can uh, check it out while you're listening to the interview because we know all you good listeners can multitask. Um, now, what are the goals that the organizers um, want the event to help achieve besides um, those three big ones? I know um, looking at some of the other issues regarding um, racial justice and some of the um, workshops and speakers that you have, um, like, for instance, under the, um, uh, uh, the the issue of getting money out of politics, I noticed one of the workshops is a small donor democracy bringing a national movement to district elections. That's just one example that I thought uh, was a good example of not just having a, a large, broad issue of getting money out of politics, but then, okay, a lot of people are passionate about that. What do you do next? To, what would actually the next step be? And I see you know, just with all the speakers that you guys have, not only people are are people going to be able to sit and listen, um, why those who are speaking are passionate about it, but I noticed that there's a strong, strong um, a goal or directive uh, within this event to then teach people how to go back home and use the skills that they've learned so this isn't just, you know, kind of go listen and, and go back home and say, wow, that was fun, <laughs> if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, and I think that's a really good point. And I think, you know, sometimes I live in Washington, and you know, sometimes you can sort of think that oh, everything you know evolves from what's happening here, and it's absolutely not true. I think you see the majority of activism and leadership and um, change happening on the state and local level. We're having this mobilization in D.C. because whether we like it or not, a lot of things happen or don't happen, as is the case right now with this Congress here. But we really, we're not launching something here. We're building on something that has been growing and evolving for many, many, many years. And it's thanks to the activism and leadership and vision of people around the country who are fighting for their democracy, who are fighting on local initiatives to, for example, have small donor financing of elections and we're seeing wins, as we saw in Seattle and we saw in Maine last fall. You know, those are the things that we want to highlight because we only will make change. Change is not going to come from D.C. Change will come from what's happening around the country and what is bubbling up. And it has been for a long, long time. You know, we are six years into the Citizens United decision that the Supreme Court passed that opened the floodgates for uh, corporate spending in our elections. And, of course, people around the country are fed up with that. They are the ones who have to live with negative ads, with secret money, with just this uh, onslaught um, that's corroding and and eroding our democracy. And so that's what we want to capture here. We're not necessarily saying that what we're doing here is new. Rather, it's building on a lot of things that are moving. So absolutely, you know, if you look at the program, it is important that we come together and that we learn and that we learn about issues. But it's more important that we figure out, well, what do we do with that? What do we do when we get back home? How does this fit with the fights that we're engaged in? How can we broaden our coalition so that we're working with new partners and new leaders and new activists? And how do we use these events to kind of strengthen and build on that. And that's what we want to get out of the democracy awakening 
having people in town for three days can be fun in and of itself. It is important that we have thousands of people here, but much more important is what happens when people go back home. How do they build on these movements? How do they demand some of that change? So that's what we want to spark as part of why we're doing this as one of our goals. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned, obviously, most of the change uh, in the country is happening on a state level. And unfortunately, just as uh, with issues like Citizens United, uh, a lot of that change is not good. Many uh, states have Republican governors who uh, and legislatures who have turned the, the clocks backwards, a perfect example being uh, HB2, the anti-LGBT legislation uh, in North Carolina that was just passed in the dead of night in a special session. Obviously, many people around North Carolina and around the country absolutely infuriated um, as to why that happened and how it happened. And now, you know, just as with issues like um, Citizens United and the Voting Rights Act, uh, people very upset and want to channel that energy into something positive and, and want to know how to make a difference and, and change issues like that. So I think, you know, plenty of different uh, issues that are going to be brought up uh, during this event will teach people not only the skills uh, to to try to affect change on issues uh, like the three main ones you mentioned, which are, you know, to get money out of uh, politics, to restore uh, voting rights uh, to Americans, and to encourage uh, a Supreme Court nominee to uh, be filled so that we have a complete uh, nine uh, court nine justice court in the Supreme Court, but also issues that uh, may have either just happened or will happen in the future. People will know how to handle getting their community engaged and finding those who are like-minded as they are, and then organizing them to put pressure on those in power to to enact change. So not only do I see it affecting those issues, but once you teach someone skills like that, um, I I could see how it could help uh, that person with future issues that haven't even occurred yet. Wouldn't you agree with that? I completely agree, and I think what you said earlier is also really important. You know, what is so striking is the overwhelming support, for example, in terms of our campaign finance system and money and politics, whether you're Republican, Independent, Democratic, whatever, however you want to label yourself on the spectrum, people agree that our system is completely rigged, that the way our democracy, you know, is set out to be working is completely undermined by this current system. And so, you know, right now we're in an election cycle where people are talking about, you know, I have two kids and it's embarrassing to try to explain to them what's going on in the presidential election. But, you know, people really want to talk about the real issues around our democracy. And people actually agree here that we need to do something in terms of what's happening here, that we need to get big money out, that the system, as it's now um, set up, leads to corruption, leads to um, just a few people being able to play uh, within this political system. And people agree that we need to change that. And part of what we want to do here in Washington and part of what we're working on, you know, on the city and state level around the country is really highlighting the solutions. What are some of the things that people can do? So around money and politics, people have in 19 states passed resolutions to overturn Citizens United. Over 650 cities have passed resolutions uh, calling for that. People are fighting for small donor financing. Uh, You know, people are just really taking action and reclaiming their democracy. And that is hard work. It's not easy. I'm not saying that. But we are also seeing that we're winning, including in states that, you know, have uh, Republican and Democratic leadership. You know, we're, we're 
it's a, it's, it's a lot of work to do it, but we're making traction, and that's why it's exciting to get people together here in Washington as well. You know, being together with a few thousands of your closest friends and allies, you know, it's inspiring, and that's what we want to do. Um, and I think that's part of, you know, for folks who are coming or interested in coming, it's both to learn the tools, it's learn about the issues, and take that back home and feel like you're part of this movement, because even though it can be, very depressing right now to see what's happening with our democracy and see what's happening in our elections and what the issues are that are being actually talked about. There is a lot of positive. There's a lot of solutions, and there is a lot of change that's happening, and and we want to talk about that. And I think a a point you bring up is, although it's hard work, you know, Americans aren't afraid of of some hard work. The, The thing that I think people get frustrated at is, when they feel like they have no option to make a difference or they feel frustrated and they want to do something, but they feel like a very alone or maybe their friends and family aren't as active or aware of the issues as they are. And they just feel like, oh, well, what can you know, what can I do? But now you have the power of a mass movement that you can join and and get involved. So I think, you know, it's it, people don't mind, like I said, doing the work. They want to know, OK, what is the end game? Why am I doing this? And am I going to be talking with people who have a record of of enacting change and and you guys have a great list of people who are going to be involved um just a a quick uh mention i'll give before we go to our our break here um we've got um the reverend william barber ii dolores huerta jim hightower sandra steingraber uh and david goodman just to give a few like you said there's about 270 organizations um that include the american postal workers union Common Cause, Communications Workers of America, Democratic, excuse me, Democracy Initiative. Uh, You guys have so many. This is amazing. Every Voice Center, Food and Water Watch, Franciscan Action Network, Greenpeace, the NAACP, National Nurses United, People for the American Way, obviously Public Citizen, Student Debt Crisis, and USPIRG, just to name uh, a handful of organizations. And the other thing I want to leave people with uh, before we go to this break, uh, Margreta, is you mentioned, you know, the presidential race can be frustrating, uh, and so much of time is actually spent on the horse race race and so little time it seems are spent on the issues this almost seems like the complete opposite of that you have uh an event that is completely about issues uh, not only to make people aware of them but to educate them on how to get involved and then to enact change where they see fit so i find it you know for anyone who's been frustrated about how this election has been covered and if they feel that the issues have not been covered enough this is a perfect opportunity to channel that frustration uh and get involved uh like i said check out the website democracyawakening.org it's in just 11 days there's plenty of different ways i actually checked it out um that you can get transportation to the event. It is limited, though, so if you go on the website, you can actually put in your zip code, and it will tell you uh, if there's any transportation in your area uh, where you can get involved in uh, basically uh, getting to D.C. to get involved. So uh, we're going to take our first commercial break here in this interview. Again, my guest is uh, Margreta Strand of Public Citizen. She is their executive vice uh, president. If you'd like to join her or myself to talk about the event or any of the issues that we've mentioned, obviously we've talked about a lot, but the central three issues uh, that this um, 
three-day event is looking at affecting change in our filling out the Supreme Court vacancy, getting money out of politics, and ensuring voting rights for all Americans, which is a perfect uh, time to bring that up as today the Wisconsin primaries are being held and the uh, restrictive voter ID laws that uh, the very unpopular governor of Wisconsin, Scott Walker, enacted uh, thanks to the fact that we now have no Voting Rights Act. This will be the first uh, primary presidential primary uh, on either side where people will have to fight through these laws to try to vote today. So uh, a perfect time to talk about these issues and more. If you want to give us a shout, the number to do so is 8886-LESLIE. That's 888-653-7543. This is Mark Grimaldi in for Leslie Marshall, and we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show, 8886-LESLIE. Welcome back to the Leslie Marshall Show. This is Mark Romaldi in for Leslie Marshall, again joined by Margretta Strand, who's the Executive Vice President of Public Citizen. We're talking about the three-day event in our nation's capital called Democracy Awakening. Uh, and another cool thing about this event, which you might be surprised, uh, which I w- kind of was when you see all the speakers and all the events and all the workshops and everything uh, that they're offering to people who attend, is it's completely free. Uh, which is pretty awesome, but uh, in a sense, I wasn't surprised because when you read the 270 organizations that uh, are involved, these are citizen advocacy organizations. So they want you to be able to get involved because that's how we're going to be able uh, to affect change in this country. I thought it would be um, useful, I think, for people to hear uh, what the goals or demands of of Democracy Awakening are, because I know we touched on them briefly, but if you'd bear with me, Margretta, for those who are uh, not in front of their computer or might be driving, um, I want to read those off, and then we'll talk a little bit more about them in the remaining uh, three minutes we have left here. Uh, it says, we need a Congress that stands up for democracy rather than stands in its way. Amen. Here's the agenda we're calling for Congress to pass. Fair consideration of the nominee to fill the Supreme Court vacancy, including timely hearings and a vote by the full Senate. The Voting Rights Advancement Act, which is H.R. 2867 or Senate 1659, it's legislation that would restore the protections against voting discrimination that were struck down by the U.S. Supreme Court and Shelby versus Holder decision and make additional critical updates to the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Also, the Voter Empowerment Act, H.R. 12, which is legislation to modernize voter registration, prevent deceptive practices that keep people from the ballot box and ensure equal access to voting for all. Um, Also, the Democracy for All Amendment, which is H.J. Resolution 22, S.J. Resolution 5. It's a constitutional amendment that would overturn U.S. Supreme Court decisions like Citizens United and allow elected representatives to set common sense limits on money in elections. My number one issue by far, money in politics in this job, I see it every single issue we talk about or care about is affected by money. Uh, And also the final uh, 
here on the reform agenda is the Government by the People Act slash Fair Elections Now Act, which is H.R. 20 and S-1538, a small donor empowerment measure that would encourage and amplify small contributions from everyday Americans. The reform agenda is aimed at creating a democracy where every voice is heard and every vote counts equally. In other words, a democracy that works for all of us. Amen, I say. Check out democracyawakening.org. Um, on Twitter, you can uh, find Public Citizen at public underscore citizen. Margaret, I want to thank you for coming on here. We have about 90 seconds left, and I just want to leave you uh, with the time, uh, whatever you want to leave our listeners with uh, as we head out of this interview. Well, I want to encourage people to come. Uh, you know, I think people around the country are doing a lot, and many of your listeners are involved in these fights, and we need people to come to D.C. to deliver a wake-up call to focus back on the real issues that you just uh, went through. I think those are the issues that people want Congress to deal with. They want them to deal with getting money out of politics. They expect there to be nine justices on the Supreme Court. Um, they want to make sure that every vote uh, counts and is counted. And I think having thousands of people here in a week and a half, so April 16th through 18th, will be part of delivering that. And for your listeners, we have so much information on democracyawakening.org. It includes buses and car rides to D.C. Uh, from up and down, especially the East Coast. We have really affordable housing um, in hostels and churches. Like you said, this is a free event. <clears throat> and for those who are coming from out of town, we have super inexpensive, like $5, $10 a night housing in a church. So we really want to make this be accessible to people because we are shut out of so much when it comes to our democracy. We're not going to shut people out from coming to Democracy Awakening. We need everybody who can come to be here. Margreta, thank you so much. I'm sorry we're out of time. I really appreciate you, appreciate you coming on. Everyone, please check out democracyawakening.org. This is Mark Rimaldi and for Leslie Marshall.